You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Hi, I'm Julie Larson Brisher, Science and Technology Editor for Meeting Place Magazine. Welcome to Episode 60 of Meeting Pod, where we're talking clean label, better for you meat products made and sourced sustainably with Lori Muley Weissman, founder, president, and CEO of Muley Sausage, based in Longmont, Colorado. Muley's has been making sausages and meatballs based on Lori's family's centuries-old Sicilian recipes for just over 30 years. The small family-run company is big on making best-in-class, better-for-you, clean-label meat products that are keto and paleo-friendly and third-party certified-free from gluten and allergens. In fact, Mule's is the first company ever to be officially third-party certified-free from the big nine allergens, now that sesame has been added to the free-from list by the FDA. Mule's also has a tradition of sustainably sourcing pork and beef raised without antibiotics from small family farms with exceptional animal husbandry practices. The company sources only heritage-breed pork raised with no antibiotics ever, sourced from small family farms that never use gestation crates, making Mule's crate-free compliant. As the head of this certified woman-owned business, Lori leads Mule's in a lot of areas, including sales, marketing, R&D, strategic planning and development, and oversight of market development. Lori has grown Mule's with a critical eye for quality, leading the competition in certifications and trends, guiding the business from conception to startup through funding, growth, and development stages to a successful business today. That growth strategy paid off in 2021 when Mule's posted record sales, growing by 25% year over year, driven by distribution gains and a more diversified distribution strategy via retail, food service, and e-commerce channels. Last year, Mule's entered into new relationships with Imperfect Foods, Costco, Compass Eurist, Aramark, and Harvest Table. And with this added distribution, Mule's is now available in more than 40 states. Welcome to Meeting Pod, Lori. I'm delighted to have you as a guest on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Julie. It's great to be here. Well, you know, Lori, I'm looking forward to chatting with you a little more in depth about the company's impressive growth. But first, can you give us a little background on Mule's sausage, its history, and how you got your start? Sure. My now husband, then boyfriend, and I were ski bums in Crested Butte, and we were looking for a way to make a little extra cash. He had the great idea of linking up some of my Nana's sausage to sell at the 4th of July festival. And so we bought 100 pounds of pork, borrowed a KitchenAid from one of the restaurants, and we linked up 400 sausages by hand and a couple six packs of beer. And the next day we sold out of 400 sausages in four hours and everyone loved them and asked like, where can we buy them? And we just looked at each other and said, well, if you're lucky, we'll do it again next year. But we counted our cash and we decided, oh, maybe we will do it again next year. And that's how we started. And then it just was kind of a, hobby business for the next 
20 plus years as we entered in the lodging business and regrouped and started again. It kept growing, but we started to really focus on it in about 2013, 2014. I know that Mule's products are made with just three simple ingredients, meat, spices, and water. And so Nana's recipe from Sicily was definitely clean label way before today's trend toward easily identifiable and natural ingredients. But have you needed to alter or add to those spices to ensure the, you know, that you've got the food safety, a shelf life that is desirable or some quality attributes or functionalities like reducing sodium, for example? No, we have not, which is many manufacturers along the way and spice companies have told us we needed to change. And we fought that tooth and nail to keep our recipes super clean. And we do not add anything to help shelf life. And we are super clean (laughs) and just make it still the same way. We have all of our products are fresh sausages that are frozen. So then they can slack out and they have a 14 day shelf life, even with no preservatives. So we've kept it clean. That's great. You're kind of famous for this attaining the free from certifications part of that commitment, you know, to producing the simple, better for you claimed products. Why has it been so important to Mulace to achieve that third party free from certifications? Well, I think that all of the certifications that we have, we were certified gluten-free in 2007. We were certified paleo in like 2013-14, certified keto, certified women-owned. All of our certifications add another layer of transparency and reliability formulas. We have not designed sausages to be paleo-friendly. We have a sausage that is paleo-friendly and all of our sausages, all of our meatballs. So what we do is what we've always done, but being able to tell our story, part of that is having these third-party certifications that can not only validate what we're saying, but elevate the message. And I think that it's been key to our success and will be moving forward. Well, talk about a little bit about Mule's commitment to sustainability and sourcing from family farms, the small family farms that you work with. And what are the benefits of sourcing this way? Well, the benefits are numerous. It's a very sustainable practice, not only from the grower's perspective, but also our perspective and the consumers. We're getting humanely raised heritage pork that is antibiotic free. And they're from farmers who are committed to raising their animals this way, crate free, no gestation stalls, room to root and raise their young. So that is in itself fantastic. But what we've also done is committed to paying our farmers a living wage. So our pricing is not commodity-based pricing. It is a set price that's established at the beginning of the year by the growers. They determine what 
are their inputs going to be for the year and what they need to achieve for a reasonable profit margin so that they can continue to do what they do best, grow healthy animals that are great. By our committing to paying that price all year long, it gives them a reliable source of income that they know it's not going to be based on commodities, so they know it's not going to drop. And they also know that way it's healthier for their families if they're paying college tuition bills or if they're trying to buy farm equipment. And it's also more sustainable for their communities. So it's a really great model that we're super proud to be a part of. What made you guys decide, was it a a quality issue for mules to have that raw ingredient come from the heritage breed pork and sustainably raised pork, humanely raised pork? Well, I guess that it has really been a learning process for us. In the early days, as we were starting to grow, we just basically left sourcing to our producers. We were never involved. We had no relationship. We were just getting whatever was sent to us. And Mulets had no relationship with the growers at all. We were experiencing some really bad quality issues and had some very trying times during the PEDV virus crisis in the like 2014 timeframe. And at that point, we started taking over sourcing ourselves with the help of a really amazing mentor who like helped us with relationships and started to educate ourselves on the whole sourcing process and growing process. And the more we understood and the more we started to interact with that community, the more we really were able to drive what we needed and what we wanted. And I think our products are just better than they've ever been because of that. Does that sort of commitment to sustainability extend to your co-packer partnership? For example, like obviously you have like a close supply chain in that you do know your growers and and then so a little further upstream, do you require your co-packer to follow sustainable packaging practices or anything like that? Well, we do work closely with our co-packer to do best in class packaging and stuff. I must say that the industry has not really kept up with the sustainable packaging to what we would like to see. We are always on the lookout for new packaging options. Right now, you know, cryovac packaging is great as far as preserving. It can withstand extreme temperatures. It can go into the freezer and it can thaw and it can freeze and it can thaw and it retains seals and it's super durable in that sense. However, it, it's not compostable. So as new innovations happen in packaging that are able to withstand those extreme temperatures and moisture contents in them, we will definitely be looking for those types of solutions. As I mentioned in this, the intro to this episode, 
Muley's experienced record sales and increased distribution in 2021. To what do you attribute that growth trajectory and what new relationships or distribution channels or even e-commerce opportunities have developed as a result of that growth? COVID was not really good. However, our business did benefit from COVID and the amount of people that were eating at home. And people are becoming very health conscious. So there's several different answers to your question. One is, I think that as people are becoming more aware about what they're putting into their body, products like Mule's resonate with them. And having those third-party certifications back up the fact that we are what we say we are, and you don't have to take our word for it. So consumer awareness is a huge part, I think, of our success. Being able to tell our story better with like podcasts such as The Meeting Pod, that also helps get the word out about our products. But I think COVID also opened up new channels such as e-com. We've been selling online and shipping products frozen since the 90s. I must say that is true that we have, but we saw a huge growth in e-com business, not only for our brand, but in different channels that were interested in bringing on our products. They were seeing the same better for you customer looking for better for you products. And we've just fit that bill. So not only did we see growth in our own e-com channel, but also on Amazon and Imperfect Foods. Those are, you know, a few customers that really understand their customer and we're able to step in and help them fill those needs. So that's been great. Do you anticipate the growth in distribution and sales are going to continue now in 2022? And what kind of opportunities excite you the most when you're thinking about the future of the company? In 2022, we our growth will be very substantial. <laughs> yes, our growth opportunities are continuing. We just retained national distribution with Kehi and Harvest Foods, Western Box. So those two new retail distributors will be coming online and our food service channels are continuing to expand and grow. We are also continuing to expand and grow in e-com. So all channels are full steam ahead, which is super exciting. And so we see growth continuing. I really love the fact that Mule's could be a household name and helping people eat great food that's really healthy for you or, you know, better for you. People think sausage and you think that it's going to be so bad, but our sausage is not bad for you. It's really good. It's nutritious, lean, clean protein that's delicious and can elevate any meal. So I am really excited for people to learn about our brand and to become super fans of our brand and make great food with our sausages. I love that. 
I love that too. <laughs> well, I want to thank you again, Lori, for taking the time to share your thoughts today on Meeting Pod. And listeners, you can learn more about Mule Sausage's product lineup from chorizo, German Franks and Bratwurst to meatballs, British bangers, and Italian ground and link sausage at mules.com. That's M-U-L-A-Y-S.com. You can also find a store locator on the brand's website or order online using the newly added bundle building feature that allows you to build customized bundled orders of Mule's products. And don't forget to visit our website at www.meaningplace.com to access our digital magazine and technical article archives and podcasts to get more smart manufacturing advice first published in our R&D Matters newsletters. Thanks again, Lori. And, you know, on a personal note, I just want to say that Mule's bratwurst is absolutely mouthwatering. Last weekend, we had took a family trip to Bend on a ski trip, and my millennial niece and almost nephew went to Natural Grocers looking for ingredients to make us old folks some dinner. And they bought a few packets of the Mule's brats and they also bought chorizo and I had mentioned that I was doing this podcast with you. And so anyway, they put these brats on this Sparrow bakery, sourdough bread. It was on a bed of onion and sauerkraut and they put a little stone ground mustard and it was absolutely joyous. The texture, the flavor of that brat was fantastic. And I, I really, literally, I felt like I was in Germany and my only sadness was um, from this whole trip was that I missed the next night. They made this beautiful chorizo enchiladas with roasted corn and sauteed mushrooms and bell peppers, you know, guac, the whole works. And by all accounts, this chorizo really made that dish special. They said it was just the right amount of spice and moisture. So I'll have to send you the pics so you can see the result. And I think they're super Instagrammable. Oh, I would love that. We will definitely put it up on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your Nana's recipes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Thanks for spending time with Meeting Pod today. Remember to tune in on Mondays and get the inside track on the people and processes that power the protein supply. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow Meeting Place and Altmate magazines on social media or visit our websites at meetingplace.com and alt-meet.net.